tocándole al balón Zidane. Entrega por la banda para Roberto Carlos. Toca por dentro. Aparece Ronaldo. Apaga el primer disparo. Hola Madridistas, this is the American Madridista Podcast. I'm your host, Dumasani, recording this episode on September 22nd, 2021 from New York City. Real Madrid with a dominant, devastating performance at home against Mallorca today, emerging 6-1 to winners in a game that was pretty much the Marco Asensio show. Madrid was dominant in attack throughout the game, getting out onto the break, into space, and into the final third, comfortably passing through the Mallorca defense, getting shots off, and just putting the ball into the back of the net seemingly at will. Even with giving up a goal and a couple of good chances to Mallorca, the game's outcome never seemed like it was in doubt. And at the end of it, Madrid took away all three points, getting themselves back to the top of the La Liga table, heading into the weekend, and yet another game in this calendar week. Coming off of a game just a couple of days ago, Carlo Ancelotti opted to rotate some of his squad, with Miguel Gutierrez starting as the left back, David Alaba and Militao as the central back pairing, and Nacho starting as the right back. Valverde, Camavinga, and Asensio were the midfield three, and Vinicius, Benzema, and Rodrigo were up front, with Thibaut Courtois as always in front of the goal. The tone for this impressive Real Madrid performance was set right from the outset as the team played a high line and pressured that Mallorca back line into making an early error. Kareem Benzema stormed onto a miscontrolled ball, got himself forward onto the goal and put the ball past the keeper in the third minute to give Madrid an early 1-0 lead. Madrid would keep the pressure up on Mallorca after that for the next several minutes, with Asensio going for goal from a corner no less, which required a punch out from the keeper right on the line. You had Benzema going for goal, you had Madrid's players getting out onto the break and deep into the final third into the box, crosses being played into the box, and it looked like a second goal was going to come inevitably for the Whites. Mallorca did get a couple of opportunities after reversal of play, getting the ball into the box and getting some shots off that were ultimately blocked or missed the target, but they would not be able to find the back of the net before Madrid struck again. In the 24th minute, Vinicius played Rodrigo into the left-hand side of the box, and after some dancing against a couple of defenders, he attempted to cross the ball into the center of the penalty area, where it deflected off of a defender and fell right into the pathway of Marco Asensio, who with some good timing and good reflexes put the ball into the back of the net to give Madrid its second goal of the game. At that point, it looked like Madrid was going to be in for some pretty smooth sailing for the rest of the game and perhaps the players thought that themselves as they had a momentary lapse in concentration after the restart whistle, which allowed Mallorca to get the ball quickly up the center of the pitch, and Kang and Lee ran right through the Madrid central defense and put the ball past Thibaut Courtois towards the left post to get Mallorca its first goal of the game and narrow Madrid's goal advantage to only one. We didn't even have time to take in Asensio's goal on the replays before Mallorca got itself on the scoreboard, so that was pretty annoying. But Madrid would restore its two-goal advantage shortly thereafter, as in the 29th minute, Militao played a wonderful ball to Benzema right down the center of the pitch, and Benzema with one touch played it to an oncoming Asensio, who took control of the ball, took it towards the goal, and put it past the keeper to give Madrid a 3-1 lead. The Whites wouldn't have any sort of silly letdown after this goal, 
and kept the pressure up on Mallorca, getting out onto the break on several occasions and getting into the final third to present a danger to the Mallorca keeper. Mallorca, for their part, did get themselves an opportunity in the 40th minute in which they were able to get the ball down the pitch on the reversal of play, cross the ball into the box, and have Hope go down after being contacted by Nacho from the back. The referee did not call a foul, and VAR did not call for him to take a second look at it, but I have to say that it was a very, very fortunate break for Madrid because there certainly looked like enough to warrant a penalty call, and had it been awarded, Madrid might have found their goal advantage being narrowed once again to only one, which might have made this game more interesting than it turned out to be. As such, Madrid just kept up the attack in that first half, with Asensio and Benzema able to get shots off that ultimately were saved, and Vinicius able to run into the box to get shots off himself that were blocked, and it just looked like Madrid was not going to make the mistake of letting Mallorca get a chance to get back into the game, and that they were going to look to kill it off once the second half began. That's exactly how things would play out right from the opening whistle as Madrid's attack picked up right where it left off in the first half. Vinicius got himself into the box and had his shot saved in the 48th minute. Kareem Benzema had a goal disallowed a minute later as he was determined to have fouled a player in the buildup. Rodrigo looked like he had won a certain penalty in the 54th minute after he was brought down in the box by a shirt tug, but ultimately that was not called. But Madrid would not be denied as in the 55th minute, Asensio got himself a goal after Madrid got out onto the break once again and Karim Benzema played him the ball at the top of the box where he just took his time with all of the space that he had around him and he almost just casually put the ball past the keeper just inside the left post to give Madrid the 4-1 lead and to complete his hat trick. Whatever thin hopes Mallorca might have had about getting back into the game pretty much went up in smoke right there and then, and Carlo Ancelotti, surely recognizing that, decided to start making a stream of substitutions to get players off of the pitch to rest some legs and get others in the squad some game time. Mallorca, for their part, also made some substitutions, but they were not of any consequence whatsoever, and apart from a couple of moments in which Lago Jr. ran into the box and took some shots, Mallorca didn't do much the rest of the game, which really presented Madrid with any sort of serious trouble. Madrid, for their part, kept up with the attacking philosophy, and in doing so, they bagged themselves yet another goal, as in the 78th minute, David Alaba played a long ball over the top to a streaking Kareem Benzema, who controlled the ball, maybe somewhat luckily off of his back, and he put the ball past the keeper after it took two deflections off of two defenders, and Madrid was up 5-1. to one. Just a few minutes later, Madrid would complete its goal tally of the day as David Alaba played another long ball over the top, this time to the left-hand side, which landed on the feet of Vinicius Jr. And with Mallorca defenders just giving him all kinds of space as if they were resigned to their fate, Vinicius just comfortably passed it to the center of the box for a waiting Isco who had come on in the 72nd minute for Asensio and he just calmly slotted it home to give Madrid its sixth goal of the day in the 84th minute. Luka Jovic, who had come on for Benzema in the 79th minute, looked like he was eager to make it seven, going close a couple of times, most notably on a volley that was well taken and well saved by the keeper. But ultimately, that would be it for Madrid's goal tally for the day. Courtois would make a couple of saves to see out the last few minutes of the game, and Madrid would take all three points at the final whistle to cap their most impressive offensive showing of the season, which got them back to the top of the La Liga table with 16 points. And then Ronaldo! Oh! What a goal by Cristiano Ronaldo! 
Let's get into the individual player performances from that 6-1 blowout starting up front. Kareem Benzema put in another stellar performance. He was an 8. He set the tone with that opening goal in the third minute and added another later in the second half. He was excellent with his playmaking as well as he had two assists to Asensio. And he frequently dropped back deep into the midfield to help with the possession game. He was absolutely superb in this game, showing all of his qualities which make him one of the best strikers in the world. This is certainly the best start to a season that he has had in a Madrid shirt. He was an 8. Vinicius I had rated as a 7. He was excellent once again with those ever-threatening runs down the wing, constantly beating players and getting himself deep into the final third. He probably should have had at least one goal on as many shots from close range, but he did still contribute to Madrid's goal tally as he assisted on Isco's goal for Madrid's 6th. Excellent performance from him at the wing. He was a 7. On the other side, Rodrigo was also a 7. He was as lively as he was in his limited action at the weekend. He ran well into space down the wings and was deliberate with his passes and trying to pick out players in the attack. And he should have won a penalty when he was brought down by his shirt inside of the box. A very solid performance from him. He was a 7. In the midfield, Valverde was also a 7 performer. With no Modric out there, he had the primary playmaking role in the midfield and I thought he did well in picking out passes and running into space with the ball forward in attack. He tracked back well a couple of times to make some key interventions. Solid two-way performance from him. He was a 7. Camavinga made his first start in a Real Madrid shirt today and I thought he was solid as well. He was a 7 performer for me. I thought he was very decisive in picking out his passes in the midfield. Doesn't really waste time when he sees somebody that he wants to get the ball and that really helped Madrid to take advantage of space before the Mallorca defenders could close it down. He had a couple of opportunities where he probably could have run forward with the ball himself into space but maybe he was just a little bit gun shy in doing so in his first start in a Madrid shirt and did not want to step on any toes of any of the senior players in the midfield. I also like the way he worked hard on defense with some of his challenges in the midfield. Very physical, albeit late at times, drawing a yellow card in one instance. Solid performance in his first start. He was a 7. Marco Asensio was Madrid's man of the match on the day with three goals, and he probably could have had a fourth had he been more clinical than he already was. Excellent performance from him. He was attack-minded from the outset and never let up until he was taken off of the pitch. It was his best showing in a Madrid shirt in years, and as such, I rated him as a 9 for the game. Going to the defenders in the back, I had Miguel rated as a 6 as the left back. It was a relatively quiet day for him as Mallorca didn't really force too much his way and therefore he really didn't have many opportunities to impact the game defensively. He certainly didn't make any of the bad mistakes that he made the last time we saw him out as the left back so he gets a 6 for his performance. David Alaba was absolutely sensational as one half of the central back pairing. I rated him as an 8 for his performance. His only misstep to me was on the Kangen goal shortly after Asensio had scored Madrid's second. But apart from that, he did not take a bad step all game, made several key interventions in the center of the box, and had two nice passes over the top of Mallorca to initiate two goal scoring opportunities, which Madrid took advantage of. Excellent performance from him. He was an 8. 
Beside him in Central Defense, Militao was also solid. I had him rated as a 7. He was also guilty of falling asleep on that Kangen goal, but otherwise he was solid, making some key defensive interventions. He had a great sliding tackle on the wing out in space, and he just seemed to me to exude that confidence that we saw from him throughout the course of last season when he performed at a very, very high level. He was a 7 on the day. Nacho was the right back out there in place of the injured Carvajal, and I thought he put in a solid performance, so I rated him as a 7. Actually thought it was his best performance at fullback for Madrid this season, as he brought a physicality to his play throughout the course of the game, and made some timely challenges and interventions inside of the box to deny Mallorca a final ball. Solid performance for him. He was a 7. As for the substitutes, all of whom came on after this game was pretty much decided. Blanco I had as a 6 performer on the day. The one thing I remember from him was that he was almost beaten by Lago Jr. inside of the box. The ball just trickled past the far post. But apart from that, he didn't really have much opportunity to make an impact on this game. So I rated him as a 6. Isco on the other hand in his limited action was very impactful. Solid I rated him as a 7. He displayed good skill in eluding defenders out in space a couple of times and he got a goal that was pretty much just handed to him on a silver platter by a Mallorca defense that was resigned to the loss at that point in the game. He was a 7. Lucas Vasquez I rated as a 6. It was a relatively quiet and anonymous performance from him. He didn't really have too many touches or get opportunities to make an impact on the game one way or the other, so he was a 6. Luka Jovic in his limited action was a 7 performer. I liked how he showed a striker's hunger for goals in a couple of instances, forcing the keeper to make a save with a well-taken volley in one and hitting the crossbar with a header in another. It was a nice little stint from him. He was a 7 performer. Sergio Santos as the last substitute was a 6. A quiet and anonymous performance from him, much like Lucas Vasquez. He didn't really get many touches of the ball and was just pretty much there to see out the last few minutes of the game, so I rated him as a 6. Finally, Courtois in goal I had rated as a 7. I don't think he has any blame to shoulder whatsoever for the Kang in league goal as he was well beaten by a well taken shot and he was the victim of a central defense that had failed in front of him. Apart from that, he was relatively comfortable throughout the course of the game and he made a nice save in the 90th minute when Mallorca had gotten out onto the break in search of a consolation goal. It was a solid performance from him once again, so I rated him as a 7. Even though Madrid did not get the clean sheet, I look at this as an almost perfect result for Carlo Ancelotti in that they got six goals on the board against a team that they definitely should have beaten, but they did have that one moment in which their defensive frailties showed themselves once again. And as such, Ancelotti will still have something to harp on coming out of this game to emphasize the fact that Madrid still have room to improve on the defensive end and they'll certainly have to make those improvements as the competition in games upcoming will be much stiffer than what they faced in the Bernabeu today. Three in the box waiting for the cross and it was Bale! Oh, what about that? What about that from Gareth Bale? Up next for Madrid, they are back in action for the third time during this calendar week as they take on Villarreal on Saturday at the Bernabeu. Villarreal currently sit 11th in the La Liga table with 7 points from 5 games. They are unbeaten in their 5 games, but they have only won 1, drawing 4 times. 
Last season, Madrid drew 1-1 away at Villarreal and beat them 2-1 at home in the last game of the season as they were chasing the title. So far this season, Villarreal has only conceded three goals in their five games, so it looks like Madrid will be up against yet another formidable defensive opponent, at least on paper. The good thing for Madrid is that with today's scoreline, they were able to get off a number of key players before 90 minutes had elapsed. And with Modric and Casemiro having been rested for this game, you expect the squad to be at full strength with full energy heading into the clash on Saturday. So the next time you will hear from me will be sometime after that match has concluded, hopefully with Madrid having continued on its sterling start to the season by having taken all three points. Until then, as always, Hala Madrid. No, 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 Viva la madre que te parió. Zidane, gol del Madrid en el 45. Gol de Zidane, Zidane. Real Madrid 2, Leverkusen 1.